This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Um, This week, I've been on a mission to fight everything that's been trying to come against me. Um, I've been winning, too, for a a few days of this past couple weeks, and I'm very excited about that. Um, Being able to uh, reduce the the stress, uh, the discomfort, um, the chaos in my head, like it's been, it's been a rough one, you know, trying to be able to, to gain control over that. But I've been being, uh, being really active within myself, um, to come out on top. Like, I'm just like the exhaustion is out of control. The migraines are out of control. And I've just been really being active about that, making sure that, you know, um, I'm up on my medicine, making sure that I'm staying hydrated, all of that stuff so that I could just, uh, attempt to feel better. I noticed, um, for whatever reason, over the last few weeks, my body has been reacting crazy to spicy foods. Like, um, it feels almost like an ulcer. Like I know it's not cause I've had one before and I know what that feels like. Um, but it feels like that burning sensation like inside of my stomach. So I guess it's just my age now that I got to chill on the, uh, extremely spicy foods, but it was tearing me up, really making me feel, uh, physically uncomfortable and giving me crazy, uh, indigestion. So, just going through the week, I just really was like more so focused on my mental, right? Um, it's difficult for me to focus on both at the same time uh, equally. And I've been choosing the past few weeks because, like I said, my head has been been just hurting so bad. Uh, the dreams have been super duper crazy. Like I just really wanted to focus on um, my mental just to be able to calm down and and bring a sense of peace to myself. And like I said, I'm it, I'm not winning every day, but um, I do have some days where I feel like all right, I could I could get into my day um, and enjoy it fully for whatever it is. I'm a very simple person. I don't I don't do much at all. So you know, just being able to have that peace was fulfilling for me. Like I told you guys last week, just trying to to um, lengthen that that moment of peace that I get right before I go to sleep. Like that's that's my goal. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't that feeling of peace, but it was peace nonetheless. And I was excited about that. Like it's so much going on um, in the world that is like I, I I don't know why it's affecting me now on an emotional level, right? Like before I could I could see things and like I could be, you know, logical about it and, and um have discussions about it and stuff. But now it's just really it's it's super difficult for me to um not get emotionally involved in a lot of this stuff. Right? Like we already go through everything 
that we have to on our personals. But then realizing that, realizing that everybody is going through something, it's a discomforting feeling when you care if people are okay. And I think that's where I'm at. Um, That's where I'm at. And it just sucks that it's hitting me on top of something that is very serious that I'm trying to get through. And so it's so much pressure to just be okay that it has broken me down to, it has broken me down to my most simplest form. And I'm okay with that because being broken down um, doesn't, mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that uh, you're incapable. It just means that you have some more uh, things to learn. You have to uh, be able to grow through the breakdown, right? You have to be able to see why it's hitting you, how it's hitting you, um, what your maneuver is to get out of said feeling or emotion. I know it's difficult because again, it's all, it's a chemical imbalance of things, right? It's, it's a chemical imbalance that a lot of times we can't control. Sometimes medicine can't control, um, holistic measures can't control, diet can't control, and we're just stuck, right? I refuse to stop. I refuse to stand still and, and dwell in the depression and dwell in the anxiety. Like I'm very open about, um, when it's hitting me, like I tell you all the time, um, once I start feeling different, everything shuts down um, because I never want to take out my fog on anybody else. I never want to take out how I'm grieving on 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 anybody else. So I really try to, to stand still in that because it's important that we all get through what we're trying to in a healthy way on our own so that we can be who we're supposed to be in the group, in the family, in the pack, in the friend group, right? And right now, I'm like, right now, I, I don't know, honestly, where I'm at mentally. Like some days, I feel, I feel fine the thought of Kennedy is 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 in the front of my mind daily, but I feel OK to get through it. And then some days it's a crippling feeling of I just I just want my baby. And on top of that. I have other other issues on top of uh, personal, on top of health. I got to deal with my kids issue. My oldest has a job now, so I got to like be watching him to make sure he's going through and getting through what he needs to. Um, and being able to take things that I taught him and get through it at work when he's going through certain things, of course he's 16. Like I don't play about my kid. I don't, I don't care about none of that. I'll, I'll tear that store up if need be, but just being available to him and that aspect of him, like maybe having questions, maybe dealing with uh, with older people, disrespecting him, how he's supposed to handle himself and stuff like that. So it's so much going on outside of me just trying to heal, outside of me just trying to keep my mind right. Like I have to be present for the kids. I have to be present for work and stuff like that. And it's difficult. It's difficult. I noticed that like I had put I have put extreme focus on my health. Right. My physical health. And I'm not a person like if I get a six pack, 
if I get a six pack and my pecs get right, it's over. I'm never wearing a shirt. But for me, I'm really focused on on my health. If those things come while I'm trying to maintain my health, then so be it. So I've been focused on my on my physical because I hear all these gurus and all these specialists. They are. Oh, if you exercise, it helps with you, with your uh, with your mental issues. And for me, it didn't. It kept me distracted. It didn't help. And for me, I'm learning that distraction is not a healthy uh, a healthy way for me to heal. Because as I'm uh, allowing things to distract me from the issue, I'm not able to process. I'm not able to to gather um, what I really feel like my goal with my goal with my grieving process. Right. It's not to forget. It's also not to keep having to cry, to mourn daily and stuff like that. It's to figure out how I feel and understand that feeling so that I can, in a healthy way, move throughout my life. I haven't got there yet. It still hurts extremely bad. It's still frustrating. It's still confusion. I still don't know how, why. I like. I don't know any of that. And as I see things going on uh, health-wise with other kids in the world, with other people in the world, it it adds more to the frustration because nobody knows anything. Everything is all, it seems always to be a guess, even when they finally say, I think that's what it is, or when they finalize a diagnosis for something, it's still a possibility that it could be something else. Nothing is 100% this or that. And knowing that it creates frustration, I know I'll I'll never know what happened. I won't. It doesn't change how I feel that, that, that feeling of, of a missing piece. It doesn't change that. I spent all this time, you know, focusing on just my physical, believing that just, you know, losing weight, exercising, um, uh, playing with with the kids that are that are still, you know, alive, that it would be a healing thing. And it, and it didn't. It's not. I love all my kids the same and neither of them, could, neither of them could replace the other. Like it's it's all equal. And so realizing that I'm like, I I have to find a new way to be able to get through what I have to get through. And the last two weeks, I was like, all right, bet I'm solely focusing on my mental. When I feel like I'm going through it, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and, and, and really focus on that. Like it's certain things that's been happening over the past few weeks. And I know these are tests to see if I'm going to respond in a way that I normally do. See, I'm a person, uh, I used to be a person of tit for tat. I used to be a person of, I'm going to allow the drama and the chaos to take me to a place that everybody's going to be hurt. Me, you, whoever you brought in it, whoever I brought, like I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'll burn this shit down emotionally person. Like I'm that guy. But what was happening is I'm burning bridges while I'm standing on them. Even if I'm right, I'm burning houses down, even with me standing in there. That's how extreme I'm willing to go to get you back for trying to hurt me. But realizing that I'm willing to go that far to hurt you 
and still not have any care of hurting myself in that process, it got to me and I had to stop. You can hurt me all day. I can walk away from you. But if I'm uh, uh, if I'm willing to hurt myself just to hurt you, what good is that for me? What type of 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 mentality is that like how unhealthy am I if I'm willing to do that? I know it, it makes me a punching bag of sorts, but that's why I'm able to immediately now see when it's time for me to get away from somebody. Like it's a difference between somebody having an attitude and, um, and somebody being a bully. It's a difference between someone reacting and how you have behaved and them trying to put you down. It's a difference between you being accountable and you being scared to say, no, I like that was you. It's differences in those. And I had to I had to learn that. And so with with everything going on, I'm like, nah, I got to focus on my mental. If in that process, um, I'm able to still exercise or still focus on that, still, you know, not eat too crazy and stuff like that. I'm willing to do that. But I have to start with my mind first. And so recently I just really been on a mind, body, soul kick. Right. Just just repeating that so that I am aware that. I have to have my mind right before I can move on to anything. I have to have my mind right so I'm not distracted by things um, unnecessary to my growth. I have to have my mind right so that I can see when it's time to move to the next thing, um, uh, deal with it or or fight or flight. I have to I have to be in my right mind to do that. Right. And I can't do that in chaos. I said before, I shouldn't find so much peace and chaos, but I do. And I'm trying to get out of that because I want to deal with everything that I need to deal with to be a better father to all of my kids, to be a better person to myself, to be able to stand up for who I am and who I want to be so that when it's said and done and my kids have to tell the story, they're going to see everything that I went through to get to where I, where I needed to. Health in a healthy way. I'm not scamming nobody. I'm not cheating nobody. I'm not bullying nobody. I'm doing it in a way that is conducive to natural growth. I'm not forcing nobody to do anything, forcing uh, a relationship. I'm not forcing friendships and I'm not allowing people to do that to me either. Because without without a person really being able to think for themselves, believe in themselves, um, be themselves for, for who they want to be, it's going to always be messed up. It's going to always be chaos. I'm not a person who looks for chaos. I keep saying over and over, I curate my space to the best of my ability so that if chaos presents itself, it's, a learning experience and not a battle. Like chaos is, is, is everywhere. No matter how you, no matter how you slice it, like you can't really get away from it. Right. So I look for the peace in it. I look for the logic in it. You see what I'm saying? So when things are happening in the world, like I'm not just waiting for it to affect me, for me to start thinking about, 
what am I going to do when it affects me? My mind is too fragile. Like, I think that's what we are all scared of as human beings, because when you have to deal with with accountability and you have to deal with your own self, um, there's no one there to pump you up and tell you you're strong, you're beautiful, uh, you're kind. There's no one there to tell you you're ugly, you stink, like you need a bath, you need to exercise. No one there to tell you cooking is good, cooking is just you. And we we as people are scared of that. For whatever reason, we are scared of that. We 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 are raised with with all these awards and participation. Excuse me, with all these participation trophies and certificates and stuff like that, and we're not working on ourselves. It's always really about um, what we can do for the next person. I'm telling you, the more and more I get closer to forty, the more and more things start making sense to me about me because of who I was trying to be for other people and how I didn't want to look like a bad person. So I did, I did certain things and helped people with certain things and moved in a certain way. Cause I just didn't want to, I didn't want the perception of me to look bad, but then I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about that. The guys that get older and now like for real, for real, like I understand why older people just be grumpy and, like they just say how it is. There's no sugarcoating it with older people. They've they've run out of energy for that. Like at some point, you just really start focusing on the logical aspect of things, and all that other stuff is is out of here. Because I learned that now with everything that I'm that I that I've been going through, I might sound a little bit harsh when I speak. I might sound a little bit aggressive uh, when I speak. My way of thinking might be, you know, either black or white. Because I've been through so much where I stood in, in the middle and it affected me in a way that I was uh, that I was not able to come back from. Me allowing myself to be in the middle put me in a situation to where I had my foot on the gas and I should have had my foot on the brake. I tell y'all often this podcast is about accountability. I don't care what I don't care what was done, what was said, how it was said. I don't care about none of that. I care about how I reacted. I care about who I want to be. I care about like how like am I gonna be able to sleep at night knowing that I was able to protect myself and or was I able to speak my peace in a healthy way and it be that. A lot of us can't sleep, a lot of us have chaos because we keep being fake. We keep moving in a we we keep moving in a way that is beneficial for the other party. We we have this thought that you know we have to be the nice person. We have to be the bigger person. No, I'm not saying that I want to be mean to anybody, but I want to feel what I feel, and even if it differs from yours, if I deliver it in a respectful way, you got to deal with that because you expect me to do the same. The difference is I'm doing the work on me so that when people say certain things to me, no matter how it sounds, I'm able to be like, oh, okay, I understand that. My guy DW, he's he he's very precise and like when when it's when it's time to have a real conversation, if you are not in tune with yourself and, and you don't understand, you would think 
that he's berating you. You would think that he's coming down on you. Nah, his his he he see things differently. And I like talking to him, I realized like, yo, it was mad times that I missed the lesson because somebody was talking to me a certain kind of way. It's mad times that I missed the gym because the tone of somebody's voice. So as I start working on accountability and I start dealing with me, I'm like, yo, you wilding on, on some stuff, but on some stuff you, you, you write. But for me, it, everything is not a, it, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about the facts of the situation. I don't care about the emotions of it. I really, I, like I don't, I used to be very, very emotional in relationships, how I handled the kids, um, dealing with my parents, dealing with my siblings. Like it was very, very high emotion in how I responded and did certain things. And then I start having to realize, yo, like you're an adult with kids, bro. Why are you so concerned about dealing with them and not really dealing with yourself? Why are you so concerned with pleasing them and, and making them feel comfortable and not doing the same for yourself? I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds selfish, but that's where we get lost at. I don't care in, in, in religion. I don't care what race, ethnicity. I don't care. When you are little, you are taught to serve, 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 serve. And just hope that someone will treat you like you treat them. And you go through life feeling like it's a give and take. And a lot of times that's not the case. Things get extremely hard out there. And if you given all of you and I'm giving all of me with no return, that adds to the mental chaos. That adds to the I feel less than. That adds to the low self-esteem. And so while I'm going through these weeks, I'm literally taking it one day at a time. I don't plan too much for the future because I don't know how I'm going to feel. I know that today is a difficult day. Today, um, I'm exhausted. I know today, uh, I wish things were better. Uh, I know today that I just, I want peace. Tomorrow, I might wake up on the other side of the bed and just be ready for chaos all day. Who knows? Again, if I knew, if doctors knew, if anyone, scientists knew how to control the chemical imbalance of depression, anxiety, bipolarism, schizophrenia, it wouldn't be. So I have to take it one day at a time. Like, I don't keep the kids from doing it. Y'all want to do that? Go ahead. My anxiety is too high to be around people. I had COVID. I had the worst of COVID. I'm afraid now. I know I can't live my whole life being afraid of going outside around people. Um, but right now, I, I'm afraid. 
as close as I was to 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 the light, I'm afraid. So I have to take it day by day. I have to make sure that I'm not going. I'm not stepping ahead of of my journey. I'm not. I got to make sure I'm not running red lights. I got to go with the flow of traffic in my life. If I could explain how how detrimental my grief is to 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 anybody, if I could understand, if I, if I can make you understand, like what's really going on in, in my head, you know, I really would. Only thing I know is that I can't stop. There's people depending on me that I'm responsible for. They didn't ask to be in this world. So I can't quit. As hard as it becomes, I can't quit. By hell and high water, I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. However that comes. In that process, I'm not taking nobody with me. I'm not putting like it. it I, I, that's that's. I guess I've never really explained why I, I like I talk about isolation a lot, but I never really talk about like the discomfort of it. The fear of adding people is not only I have to deal with other opinions on situations that people might not understand. If I create a dependence on you and I allow you to depend on me um, and the ship start to sink because of me, I'm pulling you down. And a lot of people feel like, you know, if I say I'm there for you, uh, uh, I signed up for that. But they don't know the depths of how deep this goes. You're trying to be there for me from uh, from an egotistical standpoint. You don't have the true knowledge of what this feels like. You don't understand when you don't have control over your emotions for real and you just down and you just gloomy and you can't move. It's, it's more than, yo, you just got to get up. It's some days I can't just get up. It's some days that I don't say I don't say a word. It's days that I have to take off work because the, the, the migraines are too big. They're too strong. And it's so much against me. And I'm thinking in my head like, oh, if, if I should call such and such. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to bring them down with me. This is too deep because they're not going to understand. So I keep fighting. I keep pressing. I keep moving. I keep saying patience, purpose, order. Good times are bad. That's how I move. There's going to be a moment that I'm that I'm I'm going to be free from this. And I pray that that moment of freedom, the mental freedom is not death. I pray that I, I can I can get this under control and, and and really be able to control my moods at some point. Because it's difficult to feel like this. Like I don't feel it's weird because I don't feel alone at all. And I know that's not good. Like the 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 emotion of or or the 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 idea of loneliness doesn't cross my mind. And I know it's unhealthy, 
but I can't control it. I just I, like, no, I don't want to talk. I don't want to be around people. I don't want it's so many things with within like it's so many pockets within the pocket of the pocket that it's difficult to understand. And it's easier for me to just sit down, breathe my way through it, meditate my way through it and just do the best that I can. I'm not in a position that I could be of tangible help to anybody in my inner circle. Right? The only help that I could give is telling you what I'm going through so that you can know, all right, I got to keep going. That's all this podcast is, is for. I want people to listen to it and I don't care if I repeat myself. I don't care what you what, what you think about it overall. The goal is to make sure that you know that you're not alone, that you have to be accountable for yourself, that you have to set boundaries for yourself and you have to be able to deal with yourself. That's all this podcast is for. I sit and I think about things that I've gone through uh, to give you examples. I sit and I, I see what's going on, you know, throughout the, throughout the world. And it's like, yo, like this stuff is really affecting me. I cannot see myself being the only person feeling this way. I know I'm not the only one dealing with grief. I know I'm not the only one stressed out. I know I'm not the only one feeling connected to these issues around the world and not knowing what to do, how to feel. And it creates more frustration. So the moment that I'm like finally in a, in a mental state of, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Um, all my bills are paid. Like I have to go through this list of things to calm my anxiety, right? Of my list of personal things that I know, you know, kind of trigger me and get me going. I have to keep telling myself, this is done, this is done, this is done, this is done. And then boom, I get to a certain level where I could just, I could breathe a little bit and then war and then politics and then hatred and then uh, uh, gender war. Like, Fam, it's crazy. But I know I cannot quit. I know a lot of people will give up in the position that I was in if I really was able to explain what I'm really, really going through. I know a lot of people would just give up. But I also know that there's people going through way worse and maybe haven't even thought of giving up. Either way, I think I think it's unhealthy that we are uh, we are so we are so trained to deal with hardships, with abuse, with difficult situations. Like we're so trained for that, right? We all have a high level of survival survival mode. And survival looks different to different people. Survival means, you know, to, to one person means I need to get a second job. Um, I need to, to try to budget better. Uh, I need to get a smaller living space. But also survival to some people look like I'm about to blow everything up. I'm about to rob. I'm about to loot. I'm about to create chaos until somebody comes and help. It's both the same thing on different sides of the same coin. I've been both. 
I've been both. I'm right now. I'm sitting in the in, in the position of this job that I have is not really making ends meet. So I'm gonna go in business for myself on top of that. But because this recession is 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 about to get going and gas is fifty million dollars a, a a gallon, now my mind is like, you might got to get back to boosting for real. So you never really know how how certain things are going to trigger your way of thinking. For me, again, negative things and chaos is is normal to me. The environment I was raised in made it normal to me. The peace that I'm trying to bring to the people, uh, the understanding, the 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 willingness to to have accountability. That I worked on that. It took a divorce. It took. Uh, uh, bad parenting uh, situations. It took uh, arguments with, with, with girlfriends. It, it, it took having, you know, a baby mama. It took having a horrible job experience. It took the kids wilding out. It took all those things. There's no way we should be so comfortable with, with it. Our lives are meant to be more than 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 what they're what they're becoming. There's so much stuff going on that that we like they tell us we have control over, but we don't really. Like, and I'm not even I'm not even gonna go down the the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories because we know that they're not conspiracy theories like we, we smart enough now that we're adults we have we have uh, a, a high enough brain power to know what's what and what and what is it and going through all going through all that and having to grow uh having to grow up in that it's like we just used to it and we find comfort in chaos And so our personal issues get suppressed yet again. The thing that we really need to be focused on and get suppressed yet again. And there is no way out and there. Oh, it takes a village, this person to help that person. But if we all fucked up, who really helping? Don't help me at, at, at the expense of your mental health. Don't help me at the expense of your financial health. It's no point of us putting each other in a in a, a deficit. It's no point of me putting you in an emotional deficit because I'm struggling. It's no point of me putting you in a financial deficit because ends ain't meeting over here. If everybody is tore up, right? We got to sacrifice more to lift up the next person. I'm not saying leave your, 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 your fellow man behind. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that at some point we have to break the cycle of give, give, give. And we have to start. We have to create a, a, a cycle of foundation. Of self-esteem, of accountability, of understanding ourselves before we start trying to uh, uh invite people in and before we start allowing people to invite us be like I want to be sure in who I am 
I'm going to be steady on my foundation before I come and, and, and try to uh, intertwine with you. It took me to go through everything that I that I went through to get to this point. Yeah, my mental was tore up. Yeah, I'm grieving still. But one thing about me, I don't invite people into that. I'm not out here flirting. I'm not out here doing nothing crazy trying to really in, in, invite somebody into that. Because I don't know if they could deal with that. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not being serious in, in, in relationships because I know what that brings. Like maybe when my kids get older, I really, I'll be able to refocus. But if I'm being honest, really, I'm, um, I'm just focusing on making it to the next day without being as hurt as I am. Yeah, I, I, I find comfort, you know, here and there for for a small portion of of the day or a small time frame. But like long term, it's like. It's it's too much. It's too much, but I don't quit. Like I remember I was in high school and we had this coach, right? Football coach. Excuse me. Coach Crutch and Coach Crutch was very hard on us, very hard on us, but he was only hard on us because he had went through, walked through the same hallways we did, played on the same field we did, practiced on the same field we did, same drills we did, like he he, he did that. Um, but he didn't play. He didn't, he, he, he didn't play. Um, about our workouts, he didn't play about us messing up in school. He didn't. He didn't play about us having bad character. Like that was his thing. Like he wanted us to be um, good to ourselves. He wanted us to be um, good to our community and stuff like that. And like to the point to where he would check our progress reports, not report cards. He was making sure like the grades was was up to par throughout the you know, throughout the year, um, like a real coach should. And if you, like, it was at one point, like if you went below a C average or you was at a C average, like we had to go work out, like, you know, he wasn't playing. He was making sure that we understood the necessity of having an education, especially where we were all from. The workouts were, what seem they they seemed a bit insane, but when you when you ball in the inner city, like you got to work a little bit harder than everybody else. That's just what it is. Uh, uh, we don't have all the means um, that the other schools have or had, so we may do with what what we had, and we would be exhausted. I mean, like ready to give up, sweating, like you hear everybody, you know, gasping and stuff like that. And it was like conditioning didn't start until that point. He coached us up to the point to where we could take it. He pushed us to the limit of uh, of where we were, we were able to go. 
And then that's where he that's where it started for him. So once we got there and we would be ready to go, like, oh man, like this is crazy. He would yell, why I gotta be you? And we will respond, cause somebody gotta do it. Why it gotta be you? Cause somebody gotta do it. Hit. And we'll we'll run the hill. We'll keep going. We'll we'll go from 10 yard runs, 20 yard, 20 yard run, 30, like we 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 doing it. I don't know if he knew how effective that was and how much that would carry some of us in our real life. I don't think he understands that a lot of us would would grow up and and get to our breaking point. And feel like, yo, I'm about to give up. I'm about to like just do what I can to get by, whether it's, you know, doing something bad, doing something like doing something crazy. A lot of us got to that point. And a lot of us still hear his voice. Why I got to be you. Somebody got to do it. So when I'm sitting here and, and, and I feel like, you know, it's it's too much pressure on me being a father. It's too much confusion with me grieving. It's, this job is too hard. This business is too hard. I hear his voice. Why I got to be you? And I realize that every step that I take of making sure I get up, making sure I still do my meditation, making sure I'm present for my kids, making sure I'm learning new things for the business, making sure I'm at work doing my job correctly. I am subconsciously saying, cause somebody got to do it. No matter how I feel about losing Kennedy, I have to be present because my sons live with me and I got to do it. And I'm not saying that from a place of force. I'm saying that because that is the reality. I got to do it. I don't want no one else to. I'm running my business and learning how to do my business because I trusted people and I got scammed out of a couple thousand dollars. But guess what? I'm learning now. Why? Because somebody got to do it. I can't stop because they they did what they did. I can't stop because I was lied to. I can't stop because there was misunderstandings. I got to do it. I go through what I I go through what I go through on a daily. And some days I feel like I have nothing left. I miss my daughters. I'm frustrated with work. I'm frustrated with finances. The boys are in certain days, they getting on my last fucking nerves. And I feel like I can't go anymore. And I take a deep breath and I stand up and I get to it because somebody has to do it. I'm not a person who who wants help. Um, I know that that is unhealthy. I know that it's not a correct way of living, but I am a person who I feel like I have to figure it out alone. I don't like favors. I don't like owing people. I I just don't. So I figure it out alone. Um, the things that I go through with my kids, I figure it out when they feel certain ways. And I, I, I don't understand. Like I sit and I let them explain it to me until I understand. I ask my questions just like I allow them to ask me questions when I'm going through certain things. 
I don't have the luxury to not do it. I don't have the luxury of going cra- going crazy fully. I just don't. Not that I want to, but even if I was just like, all right, I'm ready to give up. All right, just I'm crazy now. I can't. No matter what I'm doing, I'm giving in my all because somebody has to do it. It has to be me. If I want my life to be what it's supposed to be, if I want my life to be uh, uh, how I say, how I see it in the future, I have to do it. I can't rely on the next person to give me anything. I can't rely on people like like there's nobody intervening. There's like nobody's coming. Again, I know it's I know it's not healthy in my right mind, but in my day to day, you know, the things that I struggle with and go through, I got to do it. Like the story that my kids are going to be able to tell is going to be epic because I have so many fucking failures and so much chaos and so many things that I went through that they had to watch. But on the flip side, I got, I, I, I've overcome so much. I've elevated in so many different ways. Yeah, I struggle mentally. I struggle, you know, with my moods and stuff like that. But I've come so far from who I was to who I am now. Because I have the mind state to say, I can't quit. I can't quit. Still, you know, the kids, they, 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 they growing up, they want cars, they go, uh, going to college. They like, all, like I, I, it's too much to live for. It's too much. The best thing that I could do is teach them and let them be uh, flies on a wall of everything that I've been going through so that they can see how to maneuver. I'm not telling them this is how you have to do it. This is how I did it. It worked. It didn't. This is how I used to speak. It worked. It didn't. Well, this is how I saw it. It worked. It didn't. But I can't quit. I can't. I, I I fight now, like I fight like hard to fortify my mind. It's certain things that I'll be saying that for me, it's me simply just feeling away. And I'm about inspiring people. I'm about, you know, that's that's one thing for sure that no matter what, as because uh, as I'm going through what I am. And I'm saying these certain things to myself. um, I know somebody might need to hear it. And so I'll, you know, I said before, I I, I try to post something inspirational and not necessarily inspirational, but I, I, I post at least one of my feelings a day. Because I want to be able to go back and see it when if, if that feeling comes again. But what's happening now is that people are like, yo, I needed that. Like you have no idea what those words mean 
to me with what I'm going through right now. And it's been so many different times that I have posted something that I, I think people think I'm posting for them to read. I mean, or are posting it towards like outward. But it's I'm talking to me. Because some days I'm not going to be able to do that. Some days I'm not going to be able to have an inspiring quote. Some days I'm not going to be able to to uh, be motivational. Some days I'm not going to want to say nice things. And I'm going to have to be strong enough to shut my fucking mouth and just scroll through and, and, and look at one of the things that I said before. It's one of the biggest things that I'm learning while going through this grieving process while going through this mental struggle is learning how to shut my fucking mouth. Not out of fear, not out of, of uh, anger, not out of anything other than I need to tell myself this. I need to listen to myself. I need to be in tune with, with, with who I am. And those two things, me being able to shut up and me being able to to isolate without malice have been the two biggest things that ke- that uh, continues to keep me sane. I'm not uh, uh, I'm not staying away from people out of anger. I'm not. Uh, not speaking to people out of anger. I'm going through too much. I, I don't have I don't have time. I care if people are alive. I care if people are healthy and stuff like that. But this hold that this depression and this grief has on me, I cannot control it. I can't beat it yet. And I'm trying because I can't quit. My kids have no real idea of how I feel just looking at them, knowing that we haven't seen their oldest. Their, well, to them, it's their baby, but I say my oldest daughter. So we haven't seen my oldest daughter. I don't know how long. In the flesh. They never got to see their youngest sister. I never got to see her a lot like like they have no idea. The nightmares that the 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 visual, the smell But somebody got to do it. I got to, I have to, like, when I'm looking at them, I can't break down and cry like, damn, your sister's not here. When I look at, you know, stuff, pictures of my goddaughter, I can't, I, I, I have to be here. I have to be sane. I got to, I have to do it. Like, I, it has to be me because it's my life. It has to be you. Like your journey is what is what is meant to be. Like everything that you have to go through and get that is you. Never let nobody take that power from you. You are your you are your guide. Nobody else is. Our parents' goal or, or the idea of, of, of a, being a parent is I'm going to do everything for you until you know how to do it yourself. 
once you get to the point to where you can get a job and hold a job and you can uh, uh, balance your checkbook properly and you can save and you could uh, pay your car note and pay and 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 pay rent or however you want to do it and you choose to leave. You can't say I, that's how I was raised no more. Because if you wasn't ready and you wasn't forced out, you shouldn't have left voluntarily. If you was forced out, that's a whole different thing. That creates a whole different level of trauma. But even then, you still have to to learn for yourself. You still have to be your guy. You can't depend on people because they don't know what you're going through for real. I don't like I don't I don't want nobody standing like I don't need a pastor on my journey. It's called self-esteem, not us esteem, not we esteem. I got to know I'm handsome or ugly. I got to know that I'm healthy or not. I got to know that I'm a good person or a bad person. I, I can't it can't be based on what you think of me because you because because nine times out of out of ten, it's an emotional thing. I I can't I I can't allow myself to even really think about quitting to be honest. On those even on those days that I just I can't speak, I can't really sleep good. I, I like my body is aching. Um I'm tossing and turning, work is horrible just for whatever reason. Like those days that everything is just horrible, I still can't give up. I still got rent, I still got car notes, I still got insurance, I still got groceries. I like I still I can't. And the more we 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 understand that we have to do it, the better it will be for us as singular people and then as we start getting in relationships and friendships and parenting and stuff. Cuz we always think it's never us. Never. We always like it, it. Like I'm telling you, it's so crazy how many people think it's not them. And it do be them. It do it 100% be them. But until you deal with yourself, you always going to think that. You're always going to try to get over on people. You're always going to try to push your way, your thoughts, your emotions on people. And you never going to see the wrong in who you are. Because you are basing your life on what society is telling you. You're basing your life on what your family is telling you. You're basing your life on whatever type of friend group you got, what your position is in that friend group. So you never think it's you. Like just, just like really think about how many times you're like, well, such and such said it should go like this. And I tried it. It's more times in your life that such and such said or did something to trigger you to do something than it was you wanting to do it for yourself. I say all the time, like, I love to see my friends do the things that they love. To get the things that they love, whether it's houses, cars, world trips, cruises, all that, whatever. I love that. There is not a jealous bone in me. Like I get excited to see that. The only thing that I care about doing in life is being on a cruise. But because of COVID, I'm not, I'm not doing it. 
Like, that's my thing. It don't even necessarily be around the world. I'm easy. Like, if I can go on a cruise twice a year, maybe three, that's it. I don't allow what they do to put me in positions that I don't belong in. I don't look at my friends, buy houses and buy cars and and travel the world. I don't look at that and say, I got to do that. That's not my, fi- my Listen, y'all know I'm honest. My finances don't, don't account for that. I got full custody of my four sons. I got child support for my daughter. I ain't no world traveling over here, player. <laughs> it just is what it is. And I'm not letting the idea of someone else's life push me into that. A lot, a lot of people can't say that. It'd be a lot of like, it, it'd be so much stuff going on. Like you see all these arguments of people like, oh, well, we got to split the bill. Well, I didn't eat this. I didn't eat that. Or, oh, you know, you came to the trip. You broke, you this, you that. I went to a trip and I, 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 the first time I went to Vegas, I went, lost all my money. Didn't account for getting home. Didn't account. Like, I think it was the first day lost it. At the time, my boy was like, all right, I got you. After that, I realized, no, nigga, I'm not ever, I'm not ever doing that again. I'm not ever, like, I allowed myself to act as if I had it. And I learned my lesson. I never forgot that. First time I went to Vegas, lost all my money first day. And so for me, I'm good on the sideline. I'm good on the sideline, have a couple of drinks, go on a cruise. That that's my thing. But I'm always gonna congratulate, I'm I'm always gonna congratulate my people for doing the things that they want to do. I'm never looking at them envious. Ever. No, don't don't invite me. I'm not coming. I don't I don't I do not have the money for it. And I'm not ashamed of that, because all of my money go to my kids. <laughs> like Simple as that, because that's my responsibility. Maybe when I get to, you know, maybe when I get college age or when I get jobs or whatever, and then they want to contribute and free up some of the money, then maybe. But no. I got to be this person because it's part of my goals. And that's why I feel like when I'm at that moment of of wanting to give up, of wanting to to let the depression take over me fully, to want to just be like, yo, like, once I even get close to feeling like that, I'm nah, somebody got to do it, bro. I've seen my kids, and, I, and, and I've seen them directly, face-to-face tell me, like, they feel like I'm the only one they can depend on, right? It's such a burden. It really is. Because no matter what happens, I come through for my kids. No matter what it is. I don't want a reward for that. I asked them to be here. I went raw. I thought my marriage would work out. I thought all those things. It didn't. So I got to. I, I, I can't complain. 
I can't. It's not. It, it, I, I can't complain about my kids. I can't complain. I can't complain about what I do for them. I can't complain. I can't complain about what no one else does. They're my responsibility. Go to bed. So many things that like. It's so many things that compound on top of being a parent, on top of dealing with bad relationships, on top of, you know, dealing with chaos and and, and confusion of everything. And some of us have people that we can like, like trust and go to. Some of us may not have the depth of, um, depression and chemical imbalance that they're able to still trust their inner circle or create an inner circle um, or even therapy, you know, and, and get it out and, and feel the way it's like between upbringing and between, you know, the era that I was raised in, it's just like, it's no quitting me. Yeah. I do therapy. Yeah. I get on here and I talk. Yeah. I do my meditation and stuff like that. Sometimes none of that shit work. Some of these podcasts where I'm fired up and I'm emotional and I'm give like and I'm giving what I could give to y'all and and trying to motivate y'all. Some of those days I, I I cut this off and be miserable. I listen to the podcast just like y'all in hopes to find some type of encouragement, some type of understanding. As I'm delivering it, I'm I'm letting it flow how it flow. Yeah, I I got a few bullet points so I can it, it kind of uh, stay on topic. But as far as detailed sentences and stuff like that, no. It's just things that I go through through the week that I want to like take note of, um, unless it's a, a, a for real for real topic, you know. Like, but I, I research how I feel, why I feel. This is not a job to me. This is me helping my my fellow man understand that it's okay. Feel how you feel. Stop being so hard on yourself. We all have have things in our lives that we wish never happened. We all have failures in our lives that we wish we never had to go through. But we could not be where where we are today without those failures. It's never a loss, always a lesson. Because everything that you do that fails, it gives you the key to not failing again. It creates the next step for you. All right, I did this. It didn't work. Like, that's what I said. Um, I, I, I hired some people for to help me with my business plan and get me financing and stuff. Paid the people, got scammed, didn't work. No financing for the business. I could have stopped right there. But I started this business for a reason and I'm going to keep it going the best way that I can. I, can, I don't I don't have the luxury to to stop. The moment I the moment I stand, uh, uh, the moment I stand still when I'm supposed to be moving is the moment that I, I, I create a, a, a negotiation with the universe that I'm willing to forget what's going on to try to get to the next level without learning anything. Nah, I'm standing where I'm supposed to stand until I have to move until I figure out the next step. Go around me. I don't care. I'm slow. 
I'm slow to move now. I'm slow to react now. Go around me. Yeah, there's going to be a day to where I, f- I figure out how to trust people again and how I figure out how to delegate the business. Now, be in a position to, you know, to afford employees. and so- Yeah, those days will come. But right now, go around me. I'm, I'm standing still and figuring this out. I'm not letting you push me away. No, I'm, I, I don't I, like I don't talk about Kennedy to nobody but myself. If I feel like super duper crazy, super duper crazy, I'll uh, talk to DW and Tati. But for the most part, this is my fight. I got to do it. I have to be able to find a way to process it better. I have to find a way to be able to help the kids process it better. It's going to hit them someday and I have to be prepared for that. My son is already talking about he like I want I'm gonna get a tattoo of both my sisters. I know they're gonna get older and it's gonna hit them like yo like I can't I really can't believe this happened. When they become parents and stuff like they gonna yo I cannot believe that this is what they was going through. It's one of those things that. I just have to prepare for. I I can't quit. Even with 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 my son, my youngest son. I uh my youngest son, he is his mother's child. No matter what, he wants to call her 20 times a day. It doesn't he don't he don't understand what happened for real. So for him it's like, nah, like that's that's my parent. For him, I'm the extra person, even though he's been living with me forever at this point. But to him, I'm the extra person. I can't do nothing with that. I allow him to be him. I answer the question that he need that he need answering. He want to call her 20 times. Go ahead, call her 20 times. I don't care. Because for me, it's it's not an ego thing anymore. It's not about who has power, who don't have power. It's about at some point, these kids are going to live a life um, that either they're going to be able to say, I hindered them from or I helped them get through. Because by example, I'm showing them somebody got to do it. And preferably it needs to be you. You have to be the person to guide yourself on your journey. Once you get to a certain point, like I've I've said all that I could say. I said that I've given you everything that I could possibly give you to prepare you for your stage of independence. You don't have time to be trying to be competitive with your brothers. You don't have time to be trying to be competitive with your friends. They got a car, you know, they got a a muscle car. You want a muscle car. They got, you know, 20 pair of Jordans. You want 20 pair of Jordans. Like I said the other day, uh, competition creates a stage for enemies. 
You have no business being in competition with people you supposed to be in love with, people you are you call your friends, like unless you playing like sports and stuff like that. No. What do you what? I am my brother's keeper. When I could do it in a healthy way by being my brother's keeper I'm, I, and, 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 and still allowing myself to be involved in certain things, knowing that I'm unhealthy, knowing that my mentor is gone, that's selfish. I'm putting the team at a disadvantage. So, yeah, I teach my I teach my kids to be loyal to your friends and stuff like that. But also make sure you aware what they got going on in a sense of trouble. Make sure you paying attention to certain things. Make sure you are able to make your own decisions. Don't let nobody uh, peer pressure, pressure you into anything. But you got to do it. You got to go through you got you have to go through your mistakes um, in life to 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 become who you supposed to be. If I didn't if if, if I didn't go through, you know, failure in football um, when I got to college or just, you know, wanting to uh, be in a relationship so bad, like I just really wanted to be in a relationship so bad, like my entire life. I just that was it. So. I let football go. I let track go. Got a job, you know. Just start trying to move more towards the the life of a, a, a man who wanted a wife and kids. I had to go through it not working for me to understand that I need to look better, and not look better like physically. Like I have to look for better attributes than the ones that I was looking. For before I can't allow myself to be in content out of comfortability. I have to pay attention to the things I need and the things I'm willing to give to make the relationship work. I can't quit. Why does it have to be me? Because it's my life and I have to do it. Nobody could be me better than me. Nobody could coach me better than me because I know what I'm trying to get to in my life. I know who I'm trying to be in my life, even with all the chaos, even with the depression, even with having high anxiety, even with um, not being where I want to be financially, even with stress of the world, the hatred, the gender world, all, even with all that going on, I know who I want to be. And that's why I continue to try to be it. I want I want to be a positive person. I want to um, attempt to 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 help people change one poem, uh, one book, one podcast at a time. If y'all saw these views, y'all would be like, bro, why are you doing this? I don't care about that. If it's one person, I'm good. I ideally, I, I ideally do I want to be able to put everything else to the side and just do this? Yes. But if it never happens and I have one, two people that are moved by the podcast that understand and hear my voice in the poetry that get a book or, or whatever, I've done my job.
I'm not competing with nobody to 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 be the best poet. I'm not t competing with nobody to be the number one brand. I'm not competing with nobody to be the number one podcast. If it happens, will I be happy? Yes, but my goal is for my people, my genuine people who grow through things and, and feel like there is not a person on earth going through it. We are. There's hundreds of people going through what you're going through. They can't help you through it. Um, Maybe how you fully want to be helped because, like I said, different upbringings, different ways we think about certain things, different emotions. But just knowing someone is out there is the difference between I'm about to go super crazy and do something irrational. And let me see what he's talking about. Let me figure let me figure this out. I see certain things that. Just help me calm down, like, because I get frustrated often. I get fr it's, it's difficult. I know it sounds crazy. Like when I say my kids like super depend on me, I mean, like it'd be it, it's it's super crazy. And on one side, I'm like, I'm glad that I created this bond with them. But for my oldest two, I have to start kind of finding a route for them to become independent. Not that I'm putting them out because they can stay here as long as they want to. But even if they stay here, I do want them to gain independence of doing things for themselves and not not doing things out of fear of my response. I've already made it very clear with them. I'm not smoking and drinking with them. They don't do any of that now. But in the event that they do, I don't think that I'll be able to like not this young. Like if they old with kids and stuff like that, maybe. But at some point, I got to start backing up and, you know, um, allowing them the independence to to do what they need to do. But it's it's, it's difficult because. They're dependent on, 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 on me. The bond is just is just there. Like they know that I'm gonna come through. The other day I was getting my hair uh retwisted and um Junior had got off work. And I didn't know that it was gonna last all day, but because of what was being done, it just it was very lengthy. But I kept texting them, I'm like, son, I'm sorry um for being late. I didn't know that it was gonna take this long. I'm like, you know, can you you like do you feel like going to, to Planet Fitness? to work out or you know you want to sit in a break room at your at your job and I'll be there as soon as possible right and so I'm just communicating this with him um and he kept saying that's all right dad that's all right. but I felt bad like like for real for real, I felt bad because I know what it's like to be ready to go and have to wait a long time to be picked up I know what it's like to feel like yo like Y'all know what time I'm done with stuff. I'm a, I'm a kid. Like, why why I have to wait, you know, this long? And so I sped. Like, when I say I, I, I sped to get him because I was like, I was late, late. And I felt real bad. And I'm like, I get in the car. And to his face, I'm like, son, I'm so sorry. Like, I really didn't know that it was going to take that long. Um, you know, my bad, whatever. I'm like, I really apologize. I, I never want you to feel like you're not important enough for me to um, keep the schedule. 
he was like, Dad, don't worry about it, man. I, like, you text me, you let me know what's going on. You, you, you know, you kept communicating with me that you, you know, where you was, um, how close you was, and stuff like that. Um, so it's all good. I have to accept that he that he means it because that's what he said. In the event that he like, man, fuck that. Like, I was really mad. I gotta accept that. Like, I have to. Because I can't, I, I can't make him feel like his emotions are invalid, even when it's against me. I was late. I told him I would be there, and I wasn't. It doesn't matter what I had going on. doesn't matter what I was doing. I told him I would be there, and I wasn't. And I didn't, ex- like, for me, like, I'm just communicating with you because... I want you to understand that I know I'm wrong. I know I went over the schedule that I thought it was going to go over. I'm not above apologizing. I'm not I'm not above wrong. A lot of people would just be like, you're going to get picked up when I pick you up. Cool. That's, that's, that's how you move. That's not how I move for mine. But they know, like he said, I, I know you was coming. Like you text me, like it went over. All right, I know you was coming. I'm like, you good? You like you? You could be mad if you're like, nah. You text me and told me you was coming. Yeah, it was. It was later than what I expected, but I know you gonna be there. That's the level of like I I know I I talk crazy about my kids. We talk crazy to each other. Then my guys and you know I, I I I get frustrated like any parent. I get annoyed like any parent, but them is my guys. But they know one thing about me is that I'm going to be there. No matter how, no matter what, like, I'm going to be there. One day I had to walk like mad miles just to meet them. That's just what it is. And any time I feel like, you know, I'm getting to that point of frustration, that that point of being overwhelmed to my point and feeling like I'm just about to explode. Why well, I got to be you. And I, I, I get up and I do it. I'm certain that I'm certain crutch has no idea what that did for some of us. That that little phrase, that little callback gave us so much encouragement of understanding that life is going to get hella hard. Circumstances are going to be hella rough, but it's your life and you got to do it. It's up to you if you're going to keep pushing. It's up to you if you're going to get through it or you're going to quit. I'm certain he has no idea how many of us still hold on to that. I hold on to that daily. Like, yeah, it's, it's you know, we get hyped because, you know, our town, um, like we have a rival game. We get to play in a Rose Bowl. So, you know, we have like like any other team, we have our chance. We have our uh, our sayings and stuff like that, our phrases. But for me, that's one that sticks with me to this day as a parent. I'll be 40 in November. It sticks with me like it was just said yesterday. Like, I'm grateful that. That call to action, that phrase, 
him asking. I don't know where he got it from. I don't care what he got it from. All I know is that helps me to this day. And this is something that was 22 years ago at this point, 23 years ago at this point, and it sticks with me. It sticks with me. Like somebody has to do it. I'm not. I'm not competing with nobody. I'm not competing for anything. I'm. I'm. I'm in competition with myself because I have to do it. I have to get through everything. The best measure of action for me is to learn how to do it myself so that in the event that um, I have to delegate, I know when you're doing it right or wrong. In the event that it goes wrong, I know how to fix it. I don't have to call nobody. I don't have to inconvenience anybody to come help me because I learned how to do it. That's the problem that I think we all go through in life is that, you know, uh, the idea is make a lot of money and then delegate. But what do you do until you get to the point to make that money? I'm not tearing the next person down to get up to get to the money. If it takes me longer to understand, it takes me longer to build to a point to where I have money that I could delegate. So be it. We see in, 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 in the world, you know, around the world, corruption, you know, people involved in corruption, negativity, stuff like that. Like they be the richest people because they willing to go that far to hurt someone as long as it lifts them up. It's not worth it for me. If I, if my, if my means of life can be met with what I'm doing, um, and I never get an opportunity to overspend. I never get an opportunity to go on four cruises a year. I never get an opportunity to buy my kids muscle cars and, and you know, and pass down millions. If I never get to do all that, and I ran my race. I, I, I became strong enough to stop letting people uh, intervene with my, with my path. I got courage enough to say, hey, this is taking me a little longer than I needed to. You got to go around me. Like I, 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 I'm telling y'all. Being accountable for your actions is one of the most healthy things you could do. I be seeing so many fine girls on TikTok, so many fine girls on Instagram. And I don't even be thinking to be flirting with them. Why? Because I have things that I'm trying to accomplish. I can't give them the attention that they may need. They may not be able to give me the attention that I need. They may not be accepting of the kids that I have. For anybody who know me, y'all know these boys be wilding. That comes from accountability. Like, of course, as a man, I'd be like, yo, y'all, like, you fine. Like, or, or, like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, she's gorgeous. But it's, it's simply, it's just simply that. Like, I'm not, I don't be trying to court people. I don't, I don't be trying to do all that because I don't ever want to, uh, I've learned my lesson 
of attaching myself to people and allowing people to attach themselves to me, uh, attach themselves to me when neither of us is ready. But this ain't no experiment. Like our, 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 our hearts, our emotion, our, our feelings, they real. And when you when you are purposely like knowing that you're not ready for that and you going and you purposely messing somebody up and you purposely reaching out to them, like making it like um like this is for this is it and all, and you know that's not what it is, nah. That's why I'm up front, like yo, I'm not with this, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm not with this. So there's no confusion before I, I, I just allowed myself to just go with the flow. Yeah, you fine. You want to have sex? Cool. Now we go together? Cool. I don't, I don't care. Ain't learned nothing. Ain't been through near real incident to, to even give an idea of how it's going to be. I'm not with that no more. Because it's my path and I, I have to be able to have a clear path of who, uh, of who I'm trying to be. I have to have a clear uh, path of how I want to be. And I can't just be like, all right, I'm bored now. Come on. I can be your obstacle for that moment. You can be my obstacle for that moment. But it's like we got to be clear on that. Cause I got too much. I got. I got too much. I'm fighting through. I got too much that I'm trying to get to. And if you are are not on the same path of that, then we it's not gonna work. I be wanting to quit. I do. I do. I I, I really be 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 wanting to. I really just be wanting just to, to for real go on an island just by myself. That's my honest feeling. Um, but I got responsibilities. And nobody in my life currently, you know, did anything to me um, to make me have to go through this grief. Um, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. I figure that, um, I don't know what that reason is, but while dealing with that, I figured out what my issue was and why life was becoming so hard for me in my mind, even though I'm growing up, even though I'm working, even though I have kids, I'm taking care of my kids and I have relationships, I'm still seeing myself. That's a little nappy head, Kevin, dirty fingernails, ashy lips, tight corduroys, button up shirt. And that's how I'm moving. And I'm moving like I'm still a child. I'm moving like, and when I say still a child, like uh, in a in a following, you know, still taking advice, not thinking for myself, um, still doing certain things, um, asking, you know, certain people about certain things, not trying to live the life that I self and I'm a lot, not trying to live the life that I'm supposed to live. I'm still living from, you know, I'm my mama's third son. I'm my dad, three out of six, you know, I'm still living like that. I'm still living like I'm just that little kid that's, that's trapped 
in, in poverty, that's trapped in chaos, that's trapped in, in confusion. And, and it hit me like I'm an adult. I still feel that, you know, that little nappy head kid inside of me, but I'm an adult and I have to live as such. It's like as we get older, like we still see ourselves as little kids. Parents still see themselves as, you know, parents in a in, in a way that is like they don't understand boundaries. Um, grandparents still feel, you know, like they're they're mothering their kids. And it's just like none of us like we keep just moving in stages, but still feeling like we're in the same place. And it's difficult. I know it is for all parties involved to understand that's not what it is no more. But I had to understand that for myself. And that's why I became big on isolation and big on just, you know, not bringing people into my business because I had to realize I'm an adult. I have to rely on things that I have learned through experience, things that, you know, I could Google things that, you know, I've seen. I can't keep relying on outdated emotions, outdated ways to get through emotions, outdated ways to parent. I can't keep relying on that. I had to really focus. Bro, you're an adult. You are free to think and do what you want to do, how you want to do it. So do it. And then that's when I start getting big on isolation. That's when I start being big on, all right, I don't want, I'm not telling nobody nothing that's going on because the opinions that are coming back, the advice that's coming back, is not conducive to me because they're not looking at it from my eyes and what I'm really going through. No matter how much I tell a person, no matter how much they, they really see, it's like, can you really help? It's difficult as, as, as much as, as much as I'm sitting here before you and saying that you have to understand you're an adult and you have to let this go, it's difficult because that's what you used to, right? You always see yourself as a little brother. You always see yourself as a, the older brother. You always see yourself as, you know, the, the, the sibling who took care of everybody, the sibling who just ran the street. Like you always see yourself as that no matter how old you get, it's... I'm a child, you a parent, you an older sibling, you a grandparent, like even in your friend group, if you look at your friend group, as you guys grow up in stages, you still, you have these certain positions and it takes you to realize like, like, no, this is, this is not a pack mentality. I want to be who I want to be, whether it breaks up the friend group or not, whether it, you know, it hurts or not, because it does on both ends. But you got to be strong enough to say, like, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. And so as I'm going through that, and I, I tell you guys that our journey is what it's meant to be. We have to kick, press, and move through it. I leave you with, why does it have to be you? Just remember, no matter the darkness that you go through, no matter how that, you know, that cover of night tries to just hound you, it is always light available and you got to get to it. 
What's going on, y'all? Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your Poetic Properties merch. Um, also, I still have those 20 books available over on Peacefully Flawed. Um, look under Complex Media. You'll be able to find anything that has to do with me as a poet and artist. Um, if you want to support the podcast financially in any way with any donation, you can go to Good Pods on my uh, page. There's a tip jar. Also on the Poetic Properties Twitter page, there's a tip jar. As usual, I thank you guys for every uh, way you support already as is, whether you purchase the book, purchase um, apparel, like, share, comment, whatever. Um, I appreciate you guys. Just know that it's all love. Peace.